Welcome back to the Guardian Scholars Unguarded podcast. We're really happy to be back here. This is our first official team podcast for spring semester, and we've missed you. We've missed each other. We've missed you. We continue to look forward to being all together on campus again, and in the meantime, and hopefully thereafter, we'll continue recording and having great conversations, bringing up good dialogue that hopefully is helpful, inspiring, and motivating to you and informative. But today is just a welcome back to us, welcome back to you, and we're going to get a chance to get to know one another again and to kind of set up the rest of the semester um, in terms of what we're doing for our podcast recording. So if you don't know me, my name is Monica, and I'm the coordinator of the Guardian Scholars Program, which is a program at CSU Bakersfield for former foster youth and any college or university students at Cal State Bakersfield who are experiencing displacement in terms of their housing or who are experiencing homelessness. And I have been the coordinator for nine years now. And I've also been a faculty member in the English department for 20 years. So I'm a campus veteran for sure. And I'm super happy to be here with you. I'll let my co-hosts um, introduce themselves to you and then we'll move on to our, our podcast. Anybody hey, want It's me, Jojo. For the people who don't know me, I am a graduating senior this semester. I have, I'm taking two classes, but I only need one to graduate. I am a psych major. I'm hoping to continue in social work at CSUB. Um, I've been working as a student assistant going on two and a half years now, Monica, I think. I'm like, it seemed like forever since I know you before, but um, what else? I'm not a new mom anymore. My baby will be one on Monday, uh, February 15th. Right. Uh, what else? I know the first podcast journey was like maybe a couple months. Yes. Now mm-hmm. she, she grew in our podcast. Yep. I wish we had pictures because she grew with us. Yes, absolutely. Welcome, Jojo. Thanks for being back. Thanks for being here. And as always, sharing your life and your light with us. We appreciate it. So who else do we have today? (laughs) It's my turn. Hi, everybody. It's Ashley T here. Um, For those of you who know me, it's so good to be back. I can't wait to see you guys at our workshops. Excited for you to listen to our podcast. For anybody who doesn't know me, I am a junior and I am a human biology major. I'm trying to get into nursing and I'm also doing my human biology degree while I wait for that. So we'll see how that works out. But for now I'm here working for GSP and I'm so excited to be podcasting. I started off as just a student assistant, just saying hello in the office. And now I'm doing so much more. I'm running the Instagram with Monica. I'm making posts. It's just so good to have all this experience built up. And I'm so excited to see what this semester brings. Awesome. Thank you, Ashley. And again, thank you, Jojo and Ashley, for all the work you put into Guardian. And, you know, you guys work your set hours. But, you know, if you have me as um a co-worker slash boss. I hit you up outside of your hours all the time and I'm sure so do our students. So thank you guys for being here, especially for recording with me today. I appreciate it. So anyway, um, you know, last year was interesting. We are moving into having been through a year of learning online 
and studying remotely and programming remotely. And I have to say it's been interesting, challenging, but also in its own weird way, really rewarding because I feel like this time really pushed us to pivot you know, in terms of the technology that we access and use, the ways that we distribute program information, program motivation and inspiration. And I'm really proud of my little team and how we pivoted really quickly. The learning curve was fast and hard, but we're mm -hmm. still learning for sure. But we're definitely more confident in the, in our online presence now and in our online programming than we ever had to be before. So that's kind of where the program has changed and grown and, and how we continue to grow and learn and challenge ourselves and to try to do new and creative things to, you know, engage our audience, access our students and make them want to keep coming back. So that's kind of how the last year went in terms of programming. Um, we have lots of new things going on. We have a link tree up. The link is in our Instagram bio. We are on um, Instagram at CSUB Guardians. Um, we have our podcast going that you can find um, on Spotify primarily, but other places as well. And it's called Unguarded. And obviously, you know about that because you're here, but I wanted to say that just in case maybe somebody stumbled across this or, or what have you. But we've really, I'm really proud of the work that we've done. And I'm really proud that we continue to challenge ourselves. So thank you guys for being here. And thank you for being a part of the growth. Anyway, Jojo is going to move us into the first segment of our little conversation today. And so I'm going to hand it over to her and become more of a participant than a host. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm like, since Monica started off and we were reminiscing, um, I just want to find out some good things about what happened last semester. So what are you guys' favorite part or favorite thing about last semester? Or last year, because we are in a new year too, so. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll go first. I think my favorite, if I can call it a favorite, which is to me a strange word for this time, um, part of last year and last semester was, you know, really learning um, how strong I am, learning how strong yeah. the team is, learning how resilient our scholars are in this program. And really, um, like I said before, you know, just learning how much we can learn, how fast we can learn it, how willing we are to continue to move and transition and grow and, and just learn. You know, I've been in higher education professionally now for 20 years, and I don't think there's ever been a, a year where I had to push myself as hard while trying to keep my team motivated and inspired and feel supported and challenge them and myself. So this year has been a massive year of growth. I didn't anticipate it. I didn't necessarily want it, but here we are. And I think if I look back on anything, it is that, that I've really realized how strong mentally we all are, how strong mentally I am. And I'm really proud of that. And, and it's taken me into some new places that I didn't expect to be going. So definitely, I think that's like my favorite thing about last year. I would have to say my favorite thing. Well, I have like two favorite things. One of them, of course, is meeting my boyfriend. 
which we're about to hit a year. It flew by so fast because of COVID and we haven't even gone to the movies or out on dates or anything, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's going to be super exciting when we do. But that would be my favorite thing, one of them. The other one is also, like you said, Monica, realizing how strong I am. Um, it was really hard, but I overcame it, you know, and I learned lessons and I'm so excited to like apply what I learned to this year. And um, also just getting through everything, you know, that would be one of my favorite things too about last year and not giving up and cheers to everybody who didn't give up. We made it through. Good job. <laughs> I'm like, let me share mine. Mine, of course, it should be the most obvious. I gave birth to my baby last year. That was a very big thing for me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm so happy that I had a chance to have her right before the world got shut down. So my mom and my boyfriend was able to be there oh, yeah. um, to experience that with me. Because if I would have, if she would have stayed in there any longer, I would have had to have her by myself. So that was absolutely my favorite part <laughs> of last yeah. uh, year. But as far as uh, school-wise, um, I'm going to have to back off of what you guys said. But most importantly, mine is a little different. Um, mine is more so I realized my support system. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how strong of a support system I had until covid tested me <laughs> that's what I call it my COVID test COVID tested me all year long um, last semester and from my mom to my boyfriend to thank God Monica this job Steve Ashley Jordan the whole team like we all stuck together um, it's been times where I lost myself or I didn't know what to do and we had our little weekly meeting and I'm just like, okay, I'm good. So um, those will be my, my two favorite things. I'm more of a learner who I like to see my professor. I like to, you mm -hmm. know, have that one-on-one -on -one interaction and it seems so impersonal to do it via uh, Zoom. Like, I don't like it. Um, I would be in their presence to, you know, feel their... I'm an energy type of person. I feed off of you guys' energy and it's hard for me to get that connection through Zoom. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much how it affected me last semester. What about you guys? And um, one thing that I did want to add, one of the things that I'm thankful for, uh, I had like a little brain malfunction. I couldn't even say it, but I'm so thankful and blessed that like my mom didn't get sick and that I didn't get sick. And I think that's one of the things that we often take for granted. So that's one of the, that's the thing that I'm most thankful for is that, you know, uh, my family was safe and that I was safe. And I hope that we continue to have that blessing of being safe, you know? I'm like, that is so good. I'm like, I'll disclose, um, I did get sick. Uh, I'm thankful that my mom didn't get sick. My baby didn't get sick, nor did her father get sick. So I'm very thankful for that. And we also had the resources for me to quarantine at home. And then they left. That was really hard for me. I'm like, I call Monica crying a lot of times. Like, Monica, I miss my baby. No, oh, I know. But, you know, I did what I needed to do. I took my vitamins. I quarantined. And I got it done. So... 
I'm really thankful for that, that my body was able to fight it off really quickly versus so many lives that we lost last semester and last year and even continuing this year. Um, mm -hmm. I'm really blessed for that. Yeah. I think, um, I think that we've all like learned a lot about ourselves in the last year. I think we learned a lot about each other. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think that we, I think that we really realized how far we can go when we really want something where we really need to do something. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I've heard that from people across the board. So I'm really proud of us for stepping into that. And I think in terms of how COVID affected me, um, I think really more so just emotionally, you know, I have aging parents and so I was not able to see them as much as I would normally see them because I really wanted to keep them safe, at least do my part. Mm -hmm. I have a really big family, but I didn't get to see my parents as much. My sons both lived in LA at that time. And, um, you know, I didn't get to see my children as much, but I think as sad as that was and as difficult just emotionally and mentally as that was, I really realized that like, and I know it's going to sound cliche, but no matter how far you are from somebody, no matter how little you might see them, like, look, I haven't seen you all in person for a year, a yeah. year which is crazy. But I have confidence that when we see each other again, it's going to be just like where we pick, you know, where we left off, we'll just pick up there. And it's yeah. been like that with my children, you know, I, I don't see mm -hmm. them very much anymore, but honestly, it doesn't matter that I don't see them very much or as much as I'd like to, because we still love each other. We're still there. You know, we're still as close, maybe closer because we have more conversations than I think we did about real things. Um, so it was, you know, it's been good, but I think for me, that's how COVID really impacted my life, obviously impacted my work life because I'm used to interfacing with students. That's what I do for a living. And that really challenged me. Um, and I miss it, you know, I miss it and I look forward to it again, but I think that's kind of how COVID impacted me. I don't know if you guys want to share it all. So knowing what you know now or being that we went through a whole year about it if we had to do this all over again what would what would be the advice you would give yourself at the beginning of COVID being that you already experienced it the advice I would give myself Ashley you can go you can say it too but I would put myself on a schedule fast I I didn't know the I mean yes always been on a schedule because if you are in education you know you're you're a scheduled kind of person anyway because you know you're on a time block system even in your personal life almost mm -hmm. didn't realize the impact of a lack of schedule and a lack of personal accountability in that way I didn't realize how that would impact me um, negatively to be honest because some people are like oh I love it and I'm like no for me that it does not work so I would have told myself immediately, get on a schedule, write it out, put it on the wall. Don't be militant, but adhere to it. You know what I mean? Be mindful of it. And I think that I would have been able to have the mental stamina that I built earlier on, because I think being without a schedule really just messed with my head. It messed with my emotions. 
and it messed with my, my physical body too, mm-hmm. because our bodies thrive on schedules, to be honest, at least most of us do. So I think that's the advice I give, get, get on a schedule fast, put it someplace yes. where see it and, and schedule in everything, you know, your, your personal time, your workout time, your cooking time, like don't leave anything up to just, you know, randomness. That's what I would say. Yeah, definitely. And not only get on a schedule, but oh my gosh, I would really tell myself, like, don't give up on yourself and make sure you take care of yourself because going into COVID, gosh, I really just let go my routines and let go just the basic body needs and just like slipped into this pit of not wanting to take care of myself and not even like washing my face in the morning sometimes like I'm like I'm at home so why am I gonna do this and that and it was really bad and I'm coming out of that now of course and realizing how bad it was but that would be the advice I would give myself is don't stop taking care of you yeah yeah I was uh, talking to Steve and the crew last week on our EOP catch-up podcast and mm-hmm. said, you guys better get ready to get rid of your yoga pants because <laughs> bye pretty soon. <laughs> I was oh like, you know how they say abs are made in the winter? That's kind of how mm-hmm. I feel now. Like we're getting ready to enter back into the world. And I'm like, oh man, we better get ourselves together here because we've been... <laughs> off schedule for a year that is not cute it's not cute (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know I had an hourglass figure until COVID hit and I'm like oh shoot (laughs) I have I (laughs) the COVID weight is real it is so real (laughs) and I'm working out and I'm still I've still gained weight definitely COVID breaks you down but builds you up you know it breaks us down emotionally and physically but you know what we build ourselves back up we got this we are yes we are (laughs) we got this what about you I'm like why I would give myself would be I let others get into my head like being a new mom and want to do things a certain way I let people stop me from doing it mm-hmm. so like for example when I knew I wasn't supposed to go somewhere or do something they'd be like oh it's okay it's just my family or it's just this and I, in my head I'm telling myself like no don't do it just stay at home don't do it or whatever the case was but No, I let them talk me into it. And we didn't, that wasn't the time that I got sick, but it was just more so if they're just like, oh, the world is closed. Like, um, how can I say it? Uh, More so like the world's always going to be closed. Like we're, we're never going to be normal again. This is normal. So you might as well just get used to it instead of going with my mind. So my advice to myself would be stay true to myself. (laughs) If I believe in it, just do it. Yeah, yeah. stay true to yourself because during tough situations, you can let a lot of things get in the way of your best judgment. That would be my advice to myself. I think that's great advice, Jojo. And I think one thing I've always told myself is stay true to you because at the end of the day, you're with you. Nobody else is there. It's you and you. And 
and God, if you, you know, if you're a believer, which I believe in God, but it's like, it's you and God, nobody else is going to be there who impacts or influences your decisions, whether they work out for you or not, it's you. So I, I think that's great, great advice. All right, guys. So with all that talk about COVID and everything, I want to ask, what was the toughest part of last year? Was it the COVID? If it was, can you expand on that? Or if you have another topic you want to bring up that was tough about last year, you can do that too. And secondly, how did you overcome that? All right, I can go. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, my toughest thing was actually having COVID, um, being separated from my daughter and my boyfriend, um, also not being able to do the things that, you know, you're able to experience with a new baby, like taking them to the park, um, Mm -hmm. you know, beaches, even going to the grocery store and putting them in the shopping cart and letting them look at everything. Like you don't even want, I can't even do those things. So I felt like my baby's first year of life was stripped away from me. And honestly, I feel like the toughest part is yet to come because I'm gonna have to explain this to her. And I don't know how I'm going to explain that, even though she's not gonna remember, but she's gonna be like, why were you so sad, mom? And I'm going to have to explain, like, you know, COVID happened. She's Hopefully COVID is, like, died down. So she's like, what is COVID? I never heard of that. <laughs> I hope she says that and we can have that conversation versus, you know, COVID is still around. We've been doing this for 10 years, like, you know. Um, and how am I going to overcome it? I really don't know yet um each day we're taking it a day at a time I have like 30 cans of Lysol so, <laughs> so if I do decide <laughs> to take her somewhere I'm gonna lie everything down right yeah. before I go so this is this is still work in progress for, for me overcoming it yeah I think for me the hardest part was being away from my kids and my parents because my parents are aging and I would really like to spend more time with them but I feel even though I can travel anytime I want I also feel really hesitant about that because you have to I've been trying to abide by the social distancing rules the um, quantities of people getting together guidelines all of the CDC recommendations that we're being given so I'm really have been trying to, you know, do my part and do my best to keep everybody safe. But um, the hardest part was being away from my children because we're really close and we, you know, are used to seeing each other a lot. And there have been weeks that have gone by where I didn't get to visit them or they didn't get to visit me because somebody was exposed or somebody hadn't social distanced or, you know, it just wasn't a good time for people to be on the road traveling. And so that was really hard. And how did I overcome it? I have kind of a unique thing. We started FaceTiming a lot more, which me and my kids never did because, you know, they're older and they don't like to, but because we don't see each other much now, they will. I also started gaming. Um, I, I know it's don't. Laugh. It's, it's only, animal, it's only animal crossing. Is that what it's called? Um, Yeah. Okay. I started doing that because they taught me how, and now we can visit each other's communities and things. So that is something that I picked up, but I can honestly now say, I understand why people 
game because it's, it's a pastime. It gets you out of your head and you actually mm-hmm. meet up with people there. So I, I think that's one of the ways I've learned to cope with it. And they never, ever thought I would do that. Cause they've been trying to get me to game for years, but honestly, I didn't have time. I was a single mom. Like I was busy working mm-hmm. and everything. It's not time to sit down and game. So, but I finally do now. And it's when it, it's connected us in a funny way. So that's cool. Very cool. I love gaming. Um, the toughest part for me of last year was the change, just the overall change going from being in school to not being in school, from being able to go to church to not being able to go to church. I just think that the toughest part for me was not being able to be as social as I was. And I know we're social distancing for a good reason, so I don't mean that in a selfish way, but I feel like sometimes we need those interactions in order to not slip into like a depressive state or like a loneliness state. So that definitely was the hardest part for me was the overall change and just being isolated. Mm-hmm. And how I dealt with that was <laughs> I um, watch a lot of TED Talks. I definitely got into gaming, Monica, so we're there together. My boyfriend got a PS5, so he gave me his PS4, and I've been, like, gaming with him. You can, like, talk to people, which people on the games that I play are actually really mean, but it's still nice to hear people interacting with each other. So I'm like, okay, I'll take it, but I don't talk to them on the games because they're just, like, mean. I mostly talk to my boyfriend and his brothers. But that's been a huge thing for me is just being able to hear people talk to each other and like gaming whenever I'm gaming, like I just escape from reality and like, you know, I'm focused on the game and everything. So it's really cool. Um, But yeah, that was my toughest part. And that's how I overcame it. Absolutely. I think just I think one thing we all have in common is we're finding new little communities and finding new ways to connect with one another and Jojo, as far as like you, you know, being a little bit sad for journey about this year. And I know you didn't ask for my advice or opinion, but I'll give it to you because you know how I am. Um, I feel like <laughs> having raised a couple kids, you have more memories of their first year than they do. All mm-hmm. that really she will have, which is the most important thing is that she felt safe loved, supported, joyful. And I have seen her be those things this entire year that I've, you know, been able to see her virtually. And so for real, like that's the most important thing she'll take away. She took away the best thing from this year, which is having you there with her. And yeah, exactly. that, all the rest is just, you know, gravy, like a bonus. I'm just, hope, I'm just hoping that like, I, I want to say like around three and four is when you start to remember things from your, you know, your childhood. I'm hoping like around that time, um, the world is opened up or we got COVID under control to where we know what we can and cannot do to where we don't necessarily have to social distance ourselves anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I remember growing up, like I played with my cousins. Well, she don't really have any cousins. She have one. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, she doesn't really have anyone to play with. But, just you know, 
she might she might get some cousins later on in life. <laughs> hope that she can you know have those interactions where she can actually be a kid and go outside and play and wow. you know play freeze tag and you know play on the jungle gym and the monkey bars I love the monkey bars mm-hmm. that was like my that was my thing so I'm hoping like mm-hmm. you know as time go on she's able to experience um those things but eventually yeah Yeah. absolutely absolutely so um I think the next thing we wanted to just kind of touch upon was did we make any new year's resolutions and how are we doing with those I did not make a new year's resolution and this is why each year I make a new year's resolution every year every year some some I stick with some I don't um but this year was pretty much unpredicted, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like this year was one of the years, if any year, if I just think of it as free game or fair game. <laughs> I'm going to let the year be what it is. If I get it done, <laughs> I get it done. I will be successful no matter what. But I didn't set any goals for myself to really reach besides the obvious of me graduating this year you know being an awesome mom and you know all that good stuff but other than that I didn't really make a new year's resolution my new year's resolution was not to make a new year's resolution because (laughs) I want to go with the flow there I could see that yeah that's really cool did you I'm like we can't really say like oh my new year's resolution is to visit five states you can barely even get on a plane. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? Like if I really wanted to set a goal, which was normally my goal is to travel. I never really started traveling. I started traveling two years ago. Other than that, I've never been out of California. I've never been out of Los Angeles until I moved to Bakersfield. Like, you know what I mean? So that was my New Year's resolution to travel each year. But I can't really do mm-hmm. that. So I'm going to just free game it. Whatever happens, happens. Exactly. And we're not saying this to bash on anybody that makes a New Year's resolution. If you make a New Year's I'm resolution, like, you do you. Like, we're all for it. Just, <laughs> I'm just so inconsistent. I'm like, like, I feel the same way <laughs> when I make a New Year's resolution. You I forget about know. it like a few months later. So um, with that being said, I didn't make a New Year's resolution, but um during towards new years I did decide that I want to be more active because I started I have bad knees so I started noticing my legs getting weaker and like I would stand up and my knee would give out and I'm like what the heck is going on so I was like okay that just was a major light bulb in my head like I need to start taking care of myself better so I guess you could call that my new year's resolution if you wanted to but it was kind of just like an epiphany like something that I have to do but besides that, one of the goals that I have for myself is to be more positive and how that's been going. It's been kind of like a roller coaster because I have my good days and then I have my bad days and then I have my really low days, but I'm still trying. So if you did a New Year's resolution, just don't give up. Keep going and you got this and let's make it a habit. <laughs> Cheers to healthy habits, right? Exactly. And yes, you know, let's I, make it a habit. Yeah. I like that having a, a more positive mindset um, that takes practice, you know, that's, a, that's a free mm-hmm. mind. It's a habit of mind. And 
And those things are developable, which is the great news. And the not so great news is that takes time, like any habit. So that's cool. Um, what are we hoping to gain over this year? Gain or overcome over this year? Wait, Monica, did you have a New Year's resolution? I'm sorry, I didn't know I did. you said yours. Yeah, no, it's okay. I did. You it tried was to skip her, so <laughs> yeah, Monica. <laughs> we we may we may her feel bad, Ashley. She don't want to say oh, her no. right over mine. Don't worry about it. I did, but it wasn't as um, ambitious as it usually is because I usually make like a list, right? And mm -hmm. I'm not always so great at accomplishing them, but I like the concept of it's a fresh year and, you know, make some goals. My only goal this year was to get back in the shade because we've been home for a year. And even though I have worked out, I still feel like I'm not, it's not about what I look like. It's about how I feel. And honestly, I wasn't mm -hmm. feeling strong. A year of not being in a gym, not lifting heavier weights, not doing as much strength training, really started making me feel like um, just not strong. My joints, my muscles, my flexibility, all of that. So my goal was really to get back in the shape as far as like my body strength was concerned and to really be mindful of my eating habits. And so I've been cooking a lot more at home. I hired a nutrition coach. So she's helping me. I meet with her every week and we go over what my goals are and what I want to accomplish. I'm learning to cook new things that are healthier for me. So mm. that I have been doing. It's been a tiny bit up and down. Like, I'm like, yummy. Yeah. And I, I'll share some of it maybe on another podcast, but I really learned a lot and, um, you know, just educating myself about my own health and wellness and nutrition. And that was a goal and I, I've been doing it. So, and I do feel better. I do feel stronger. So you are like I'm such like, a person to look up to Monica, because the fact that you know so much already and you're still learning stuff, like it's just so humbling of you. And it's just something that I look up to. Like it, I don't have to know everything. Like you can still learn stuff. So I like look up to you, Monica. I just want you to know that you were just so amazing. <laughs> Ladies, you guys keep me motivated. You want to be better, but I think it's because I like learning and I'm a lifelong learner. And to me, like when I think I know how to do something well, I'm like, there's somebody who knows how to do it better. And I want that information. And so that's why, that's why I keep doing that. But yeah, the that's girl very motivating. Is amazing. She's so good. And so, yeah, that was my resolution and I'm working on it. It has its good days and bad days, but I'm working on it. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. So what do we hope to overcome this year? Because we've still got a few months, hopefully, before we start um, opening up again. And, you know, there's probably going to be some hybrid re-entry onto campus, hopefully in a few months. But, you know, we're not quite sure about that. So what are we thinking right now about what we need to overcome? I want to overcome my inner negative Nelly. I just want to tell her to leave and just let me be free because like I have my moments where I'm like oh okay like I'm good like this is gone and then it's like oh she's back she just slaps me in the face and is like think about this and I'm just like no I don't want to think about that so if I were to overcome one thing this year I would want to overcome my negative thinking and just be like freed of that and be more of a positive person and like I said more of an active person so just continuing the goals that I already have 
And of course, I took on a full semester virtually. So I want to overcome that semester. Last semester, our first semester online, I decided to take it slow and just take two or three classes. Right now, I have five classes. So this is something that I want to overcome. Yeah, with, with the lessons that I learned from last semester, because it was tough. But I learned a lot of lessons, and I'm on the right foot now. So we'll see how it goes. I'm an overcomer. So <laughs> absolutely. And you are. Yes. Jojo. You definitely are. Thanks, Jojo. Um, Thanks, Monica. Yeah. I want to overcome my overthinking. I overthink a lot of things that I feel like it holds me back um, from my full potential. So mm -hmm. I want to learn how to kind of like go with the flow. And if I submit something, you know, be positive about it. And I'll be like, dang it, I should have did something better. Or, you know, picking out the negatives and more of a positive. Um, I go through the same thing. And then something I want to gain or I'm hoping to gain. I feel like this year or last year, it I've been you know, stripped of my connections that I was mm -hmm. able to build because I'm not in the office. Um, I'm not in a classroom. So like, you know how I build up my references for my resume. I don't have, normally I do it in the classroom. I do it in the office. I do it by walking into any office on campus, mm -hmm. but I can't do that. It's harder for me to, you know, build a connection with someone to get that reference or, you know, so I'm hoping to gain some more lifelong connections, not even just, you know, business or academic relate, related, but even personal connections as well, because I feel like even now, like me and Monica, we were friends before I started working for her and we're going to be friends after I leave uh, CSUB as well. But mm -hmm. I can't really say that for a lot of other people. You know what I mean? So I want to yeah. make sure the connections that I do have, I keep them. And then I also want to, you know, gain more. Absolutely. Ashley? Do you want to talk about what you want to gain? Oh, no, you did, huh? Yeah, I was like, wait. Did I say Sorry, it already? <laughs> Look, Monica's trying to skip over herself again. <laughs> Monica, this is, you have this to is number two. <laughs> I have to say, this is not so lofty with me because I just want to like stay healthy, stay sane, stay positive. We've been through so mm -hmm. much. For me, I feel like every day we make it through this. For those people who maybe are not working from home or as distance as we are, they don't understand what it's like to have everything online, everything remote. So for mm -hmm. me, it's to stay positive, keep it moving, stay creative, keep being like who we are in spite of all of this until we get back together. That's, that's the only goal I have at this point. Um, yeah. You know, for me every day, that's, that's a good right goal to have. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <clears throat> so um i'd like to I'm like i also want to get go ahead you cut me off monica no, <laughs> my dog is shaking his head <laughs> so loud i'm sorry <laughs> sorry everybody 
Go ahead. I'm like, you're all good. I I just want to gain or for us as a as a group, as an organization, I want us to gain better um, social skills with us, like how we had our little powwow before us actually recording. Like, I want us to do that more and get more connected that way as well with the scholars too. I hope we gain that this semester as well. That is such a good goal because, yeah. We miss it. I miss it. I'm like, I had so much fun. Yeah, I miss it so much. <laughs> and I feel like my social skills are just like going down, down, down. <laughs> and I'm going to have to like get re-socialized once this all starts. Like, am I going to be able to talk to people or am I just going to be scared? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I feel the same way. Um, so let's kind of segue into how we normally wrap up our podcast, which is we share a tip, trick, or pick of the week. And um yeah. Anybody have anything they want to share this week? I'll go. Look at me, always ready to shoot out for this. Bring us home. Um, with everything that's been going on with myself and my life personally, I would say my tip will be to communicate. And mm-hmm. when I say communicate. I mean, not just hearing what I'm saying or what someone else is saying, but more so actually listening before giving feedback or before you reply. Because I know a lot of miscommunication or issue arise from me not really hearing and understanding what that person is saying to me. Mm -hmm. So my tip would be to do some active listening and some active communication. That is my tip. Good tip. Always good to communicate. <laughs> That's my tip. Mine is a pick. Um, so I have developed, I think I've developed anxiety in COVID. I have like a lot of anxiety and a lot of like missing people. So a lot of people, whenever it's my birthday, miss kind of a little backstory. They get me stuffed animals. Um, so I have like, I know the listeners can't see it, but I have like tons of stuffed animals in my room. I'm like 22 years old talking about how I have stuffed animals. It's I, not weird. Let's normalize it. <laughs> I still have them. I'll normalize that right now. But, I in my living room. They are lifesavers yeah. because when I receive these as gifts, I always keep them no matter what. And I go back and when, especially during times of COVID, um, if I'm missing the person, I'll get the stuffed animal that they got me and just like play with it, you know, or just like hug it or something. And it reminds me of that person. So if you have stuffed animals from a person that you love and you're missing them, whip that stuffed animal out and just like hug it or cuddle it or whatever you want they're just like so harmless and everything if you don't have a stuffed animal from that person maybe they got you yeah exactly (laughs) buy yourself one or maybe they got you another gift that you can like play around with or whatever um but yeah that's my pick it it actually relieves stress because you know I can't get another dog and I can't do this or that so like stuffed animals are so like harmless and you don't have to take care of them so get a stuffed animal. That's my pick. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share a story with you. When we went, when we decided we were gonna have to be off campus, 
I went back for a few things um, from my office and I carried every stuffed animal out of that office that I had, like they were like refugees, man. I like had them in a <laughs> all every stuffed animal my students or my children had given me they're here now with me at home. I did not Aww. leave. I didn't think we could go. I didn't think we were going to be able to go back on campus for a while. And I was right. And so I was like, I'm not leaving my stuffed animals in the office. So I went. <laughs> it's so good to know I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, they're home. They're sitting on my living room in my, in my loft area right now, because I was not going to leave them. And I totally agree with that. That's a great, those are great tips. You guys, I don't think I have yeah. like, you know, is that profound, but I, you know, me, it's, it's kind of nutrition based with me right now. So I'll just share something out. We ingest so many things right now that are processed, that are not good for you. That have all sorts of Mm -hmm. chemicals, preservatives, fats, oils, whatever, and the, the unhealthy oils. And so now that we're home and we have a little bit more time, I've been really practicing with making my own drinks, like my own green drinks. I make my own juice. Um, I drink a lot of water. So you guys stay hydrated. Um, hydration really helps you beat off viruses. So because we're still in the middle of all of this right now, and we haven't had everybody vaccinated yet, I just really feel like stay hydrated, you know, mess around with some recipes, try making your own things and you'll save a lot of money. It's healthier for you. The nutrients are there. And make sure you're staying hydrated. It's super important. And I think sometimes we don't remember to do that. So, yeah, that is such a good tip. And to add to that hydration part, I actually saw a video the other day of people drinking like carrot and like celery juice right now. And that's also a really good way to get your vitamins too. So definitely staying hydrated. That's a really good tip. I do 16 ounces of celery juice first thing in the morning every day. Yeah, it's like magic. I'm not even telling you. We'll go. That's a whole other podcast. I'm like, no wonder you have such good skin because the video said it's good for your skin too. So hydration and skin, two birds, one stone. Yeah, they say that it's really good for your skin. I noticed I was getting some hyperpigmentation just from the sun and it's like decreasing right now. And I'm not doing anything different other than really making sure I'm I'm green juicing every day. So, and I read- so anyway, okay, word of the day, everybody, is hydrate. That's hydrate. the best I can give you. Okay. <laughs> um, as for updates, as always, we're going to invite you guys to check out our social media handles. We are at CSUB Guardians on Instagram. Our link tree is CSUB GSP. Um, you can also find us on our website, and we are on Spotify. Our podcast is, of course, unguarded, and we want to thank everybody for joining us, listening to us, allowing us to catch up with one another and with you, our audience. And we're so glad that you're here with us and just stay well, stay hydrated, stay in it, keep your mind in it. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you and goodbye. And thank you to my co-hosts. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye, you guys. And.